Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Hello, everyone. This is Marge Bowen of Mystic Margaritas. I'm with Margaret Miller, and we're thrilled to have you listening um, today or tonight because this topic is one that I think is certainly worth investigating, Margaret. I know for me personally, um, when it comes to considering dullness to magnetism, I did a lot of thinking about dullness and can kind of feel in my bones that energy going on for me right now. And it has been for some time. And, um, you know, I think we cycle in and out of these things, but I'm really feeling this cycle of dullness. So I'm looking forward to chatting with that about that with you. Well, I, I kind of, I agree with you. I, I have also been feeling like a, a dullness or a loss of my usual um, excitement or edge. And it's um, so I, I yeah, I'm also excited to get back in because what happened is as, as soon as I started contemplating it is that the recognition of the, you know, that that life does have those repetitive cycles and, and that we do um, that we cycle through that feeling of oh my gosh things are just not moving fast enough or or um you know i i can't believe i'm doing the same thing that i was over again that i've already done and here i am again in this place so and and then as i contemplated it I found the other side of it. So I'm, I'm excited to, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to move past the dullness before we even talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to stay in that, right? right. But, you know, I couldn't help but conjure up this image of the walking dead. <laughs> because, you know, think about all the times I know for me, you know, having lived decades in this life, I mean, burnout is a real thing. So think about, you know, the people that are listening, have you ever gotten to a place in your own life where you just feel numb or um, you feel lifeless? Because really, this isn't so much about a dulling of a sharp surface. It's more about the contrast of death versus full-on passionate life, right? Full-on life. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we are going to move in and out of things like this. But I know for me, I mean, when you, you know, when you've worked over 20 years or 30 years at doing something, you know, it's quite natural to move into a state of comfort with that thing or that lifestyle. And as it turns out, comfort is kind of the dilemma of dullness because we can get too comfortable in our beingness as well as our life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and that, you know, that state of comfort or that state of dullness is actually what we are, you know, always seeking is that balance, right? Because the, the, and, and you and I, as both being Libras, we have that 
tendency or that awareness of the edges, right? And, and so we can go to one extreme and then the other in order to find that middle point. And then once we find that balance and that middle point, then we can get comfortable, right? Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. and then we feel that dullness because because the the extremes are exciting, whether they're good or you know whether it seems to be good or bad, they're exciting. Very exciting, they are. And you know, but I think if we, I know for me personally, if I stop and look at all the moments in my own life where I felt totally all my senses and this, this gene key, and by the way, the gene key is gene key 15, but this gene key is all about common sense. It's all about the sensory system and not just the sensory system, well, of smell, sight, taste, you know, um, touch, but also, of course, the rest of our sensory system. And so I'm going to get in eventually later on, uh, it about I'm going to get into talking about the auric fields and the the frequency the harmonics that come in and so that's there's another intuitive sense that comes into this but it, we can feel our ways and the walking dead is a perfect metaphor for this because because think about how you feel and how I felt in those moments where um, I wasn't feeling much of anything kind of numb to experience in my life, maybe not even being totally present in the moment, right? In the past or the future. And then think of the times, like I was just talking about, where you feel so alive in your sensory system to the point where everything is so positive. Mm. And that is when we are feeling this dullness in our lives, the journey is to move into that aliveness, that positivity, that magnetism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so, and, and in order to get there, uh, you know, in order to be able to tell the difference, like it, it, you have to have that state of where nothing is happening or everything is, you know, just that, that numbness uh, to, for you to be able to appreciate uh, when it shifts, right? Just like we have to, we have to sometimes experience the extreme to know what the middle really looks like. And, and so for me, it's like thinking about um, how we shift that is it's all about our attitude, right? Because we can be in this, uh, ordinary state of being where there's where there is nothing unusual happening where we're just going through our day and um you know it's it is dull or not that you know exciting but if we are um in our heart for instance if we're in uh, residing in our heart that could be the most beautiful feeling and you wouldn't describe it as dullness at all it's just here i am doing the dishes and i'm in love with life or here i am doing the darn dishes again because that's every time i turn around there's another dirty dish you know <laughs> and and it's the same thing but with a different attitude 
Yeah, that's beautifully said because when I was reading about this, um, it was mentioned about suffering, right? And being grateful for the suffering. And that really spoke to me right now too, because my, you know, I'm, I've had a knee issue. It's affecting my whole leg. So my movement is really compromised right now. It's not as comfortable as I, I've always moved comfortably. So this is a new experience for me, this, and it's a minor suffering. And I, you know, granted it's a minor suffering, but for me, having never felt pain, having never had restriction in my movement, I have that restriction now. And it's easy to really get to discouraged and all of that. And so I was reading about this gene key and said, be grateful for your suffering. And that's the attitude I think you're talking about mm -hmm. is be grateful for this moment because it is teaching us something. It is teaching me something and it's providing the contrast because I've already in my mind have thought, okay, when I get this knee taken care of and I'm back to moving the way I'm going to, I want to do this, this. Now my imagination starts really getting stimulated and, and creating a new way of being that kind of gets me excited. Mm -hmm. Right? <laughs> Yeah, and it, it, you know, as you were saying that, I was thinking about what, what is that also? It's, it's like, uh, being able to, um, slow down. We don't know how to slow down. And so when, when life slows us down, that feels like, um, a, a, a real burden. Death. Right. right. It really does interpret that as possible death. Right. Right. And so, but, but as we, as we get uh, more familiar with that state and are able to slow ourselves down, what this is, I'm just going to interrupt myself and say that this reminds me, uh, this whole gene key reminds me of the humble chiape, which is the vision quest ceremony. And, and so what you, what the person does, they, they are being prepared to go out and be by themselves with nature, uh, in a small circle, right. Uh, that they stay within for the, for the time that they're out there. So the several days and nights that they're, they're out there. And um, it's funny because, you know, as I've uh, worked with people and prepared them to do this, they're very excited to go out and do that. And then as it goes through the process, you can tell it's like it's horrendous for them you know, at a certain point because they're not doing anything and they're just sitting there waiting for something to happen and and you know the dullness and everything sets in and they go they go through that experience and fortunately they do come out the other side of it with with uh, the magnetism and the fluorescence but but it's like it it really is a great example of it because we think we want things to slow down when it's really hectic but once yeah. it, if it does, then we're like, we very often, we find it incredibly uncomfortable to move that slow. Well, and I think that has been so accentuated with all of the technology that we are all tuned into these days, right? And because every, you know, it's so easy in a moment of, oh, I have two hours to myself to at some point in that pick up the phone and start catching up on Facebook or start whatever doing whatever 
it's easy. It's so easy. So yeah, the silence. Ooh. Good stuff. So yeah, I, I really love this. Um, that part of this dullness is having a stifled imagination. It can even be shirking self-responsibility and even cowardice. But I, you know, this stifled imagination, I, I, I can really relate to that one, you know, and I think that becomes a almost it's linked into being comfortable in the way that I'm thinking or the way that I'm just being day to day, you know, because it takes energy to create, to, to tap into your imagination and create a new vision or a, a new, a new direction for self. Right. So I'm, I'm finding myself in this moment. Um, like, just being aware of it has slowed me down and so my my responses are i mean i'm feeling like a, a slower energy and and i feel like the it's not dullness though i'm already at the edge of of something else and so i'm not i'm not even sure how to respond <laughs> right in this moment yeah. um so it, if it's okay with you let's go on to break and when we come back uh Let's let's explore this further. That sounds good. Okay. So you are listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network, and we're Mystic Margaritas. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Marge Bowen, and I'm with Margaret Miller. So, Margaret, um, this idea of stifled imagination, I really want to talk about this because if you think about what 
it takes to have imagination. How do we create imagination? I always think about that we have to quiet the mind, right? We have to change the pattern of our thinking of our mental structure because we need room to play in our mind. And that's what helps us get create imagine, you know, imagination and create imagining new ways of doing things or new, new places uh, to explore or whatever it is. So it's a freedom. To me, it's a freedom. And I always think of restriction. So the lack of imagination, we're restricted in our mental self and our emotional self. But to be able to release our imagination, there's freedom because we've quieted our habitual thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, in that, you can kind of see how uh, the shadow of dullness kind of is is almost required in order for you to move into that more imaginative state. So, I was, I was on the break. I was just feeling into this the, the state of being that I'm in right now. I've been. Um, uh, uh, sitting with someone who is uh, in hospice and and close to the end of their life right now and and you know so so I've been in this uh, just in this state of listening to this beautiful human being as their breath as their breathing is uh, slowing down and you know for for you know, 24 hours at a time, just listening to this <laughs> breathing. And, and so it has me in this state of, um, of very quiet contemplation. And, mm-hmm. and I can feel it, I can feel that I'm on the edge of that, you know, it's on the edge of, of the imagination. Um, and, and, and really, you know, she's on the edge of, of that as well, right? Because I don't, you know, in, at least in my um, awareness and belief system, she's on the edge of uh, a whole nother experience, a whole nother life. And a whole nother yeah. change yeah. Is, is another change. And so this is so much about change and our ability to, um, to change. And, you know, I think that's a beautiful description of breathing what happens at death that that you're involved with and i've witnessed through you know parents dying and all of that so this breath that happens um and how the body takes over in its transition of letting go mm-hmm. um, and it is a quiet contemplative time and if we try to hold on too tightly in life or in death you know it furthers the suffering Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that in itself creates dullness for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so then, so when you're talking about um, the freeing of the imagination, then what is that? What is that that helps us to um, to shift out of that dullness and into a, a heightened imagination? Yes. And I, you know, I really believe that, you know, we, I mean, we, I think it's important for us to, number one, start observing 
um, are we part of the, are we a walking dead? You know, mm -hmm. am I, am I numb in my life? Uh, um, do I, are th do things feel extremely repetitive? You know, am I, um, am I not aware of my sensory information mm -hmm. and, and why not? And I think there can be a fear of being wrong. So we're afraid to make a move. So we have, we do have to look at, you know, what thoughts are occupying our mental self and what emotions those thoughts are generating. Um, am I being courteous to others? Am I being friendly or have I withdrawn? That again can be an indication that maybe I'm in this dullness state. And if I am in the dullness state, is this where I need to be right now? I think that that's part of honoring the cycle. That's part of that balance, right? But I can choose to stay withdrawn, shut down, or I can choose to open up to that state, that state of dullness and explore it a bit, safely explore it. To yeah, see I, <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's the key right there. The, that's the word is choice. And that, that all of a sudden we realize, or maybe not all of a sudden, but at some point we realize, oh, I have some choice in this matter. I can, I can be completely um, dissatisfied or just not even, you know, having no care about it and just being in this uh, blah, dull state, or I can choose to engage myself. And if I choose to engage myself in whatever, uh, like the, the dishes or whatever that you know example is uh it it all of a sudden there's the spark of life that comes back and and i can even get excited about oh it's my my space is going to be feel better and it's going to be cleaner if i you know if i go ahead and do these dishes and and all of a sudden my perspective has changed and there's some life that that um, is starting to blossom in me and you just described getting back into self-responsibility mm. you know rather than shirking that which is really easy to do just embracing it and stepping into it and that takes us into action right and and just you know this this is also it's really cool to have the awareness that that we can two people can be going through the same circumstance having the same experience they're there together having ostensibly the same experience and have two completely different experiences oh one person is like oh it's the most that was the most boring thing i've ever been through and the other person's like what are you talking about that was so incredible <laughs> Right. Uh, well, now we're getting to magnetism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gift of this, the, you know, the beautiful gift of of this gene key and and moving out of dullness, of course, is is toward magnetism, and it's not necessarily the magnetic personality, although that's what happens, you know. And and I think about magnetism. Magnetism magnetism is such an interesting thing, anyway, because the the literal you know, uh, reality of magnetism is repelling and attracting, right? That is the action of magnetism. And we are electromagnetic in our bodies and in our energy fields. And so that's always going on. So no wonder, right? No wonder this is 
part of the, the thing, but um, magnetism is, is about that positivity that you were describing, right? And the being able to see the good or the spirit in everyone, the, 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 the best in everyone, no matter who it is, being able to find that. That's not an easy thing all the time. Right. Well, and, you know, I get excited about, uh, you know, talking about magnetism because of, because we are electromagnetic beings, you know, and this is the, we live in an electromagnetic universe, <laughs> right? And, and so everything, you know, is this energetic. And you were talking about, you know, getting into talking about the electro or the auric field. And that's really what we're talking about, right? It's the energy field that surrounds us. And, you know, I can talk about that all day long, because, you know, as we learn more and more about how this operates in each of our uh, bodies, you know, we have the electromagnetic field around us. And when we're in our heads, uh, you know, when we're when we're not in our bodies and not in our awareness is not in our hearts, uh, but it's in our heads. Uh, we our electromagnetic field is smaller, and when we come down into our hearts, when we're when we start um, in heart coherence or our heart centered awareness, our electromagnetic field expands. It's much more. Um, powerful when we're in our hearts and and you can see it uh well you can see it like you could probably see it in me right now as i start right. to talk about it right, right. <laughs> that's right and you know the the one of the light bodies so i refer to the arc field as light bodies and one of them is called the astral body and it links in with heart chakra and it's actually the bridge just like heart chakra is the bridge between the lower three chakras and the higher three chakras the astral body is the bridge between the more physical auric fields of, of the etheric body, the mental and the emotional body, and then the higher auric fields, which is really linked into our spirit. And that's where the, the energy is when we go beyond the ego self, we go beyond self. And we're able to feel that connection to the whole, to it, right? And so knowing that we're not separate, we're all connected everything's connected and so it's a much higher uh spiritual plane and um yeah these these fields are beautiful i love working with them and and that really is when when we can attune to the harmonics and the light of these light bodies we are we are truly in our magnetism mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i i just thought about uh i was i um passed a Reiki attunement to someone the other day and and they described uh you know I asked them how they were feeling and it was after the the attunement was over and we were walking um up a hill and and she said I feel like I'm I'm about 25 feet tall <laughs> and I laughed because, you know, that's, it, it truly is. And I was like, well, you, you are <laughs> <laughs> because that's, you know, that's, you're talking about those, the, the, the spiritual body. Yeah. Right? So we connect with that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's exciting nice to feel that for sure. And I love that this is, 
you know, in the gene key language, this is the ring of seeking, mm. right? And, and I, I resonated with that as well. You know, I think um, a lot of us are truth seekers. And to me, what that means, I know, I know that I was called that long, a long time ago. And, and to me, that means that, you know, I always want to know the truth of something. And how do we know the truth of something? You know, well, it's the, it's my truth of something. And so that takes us back again to the senses, the common sense that includes our intuitive sense and being able to read people or a situation or the environment with a much broader understanding than just through our mental field. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and being able to, that's that knowing the truth is, is a full body full body experience. experience right right beyond the body it is and it's fun to it is fun to um practice that because you know where everyone that's listening to this and any anyone out there in the world is able to really tune into your own energy fields and begin to utilize the information from that as a guide and as as a way to know your own inner truth and be able to live in the world in a really different way. And so if you, if, if people that are listening have never explored that, I, I highly recommend and encourage you to, to learn about the energy fields and start playing with your own energy fields and the sensory system around that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I just was reminded of um, in access consciousness, uh, the, the, their, one of the things they do often is is tell you to just ask yourself in your mind ask truth when you want is is this truth mm -hmm. and then wait for your body to give you a reaction and see what that reaction is and you're and you're going to uh, you will start to have those experiences and become more and more aware of what the what the truth meter is or the truth um, uh, signal is in your body Yes. And if you're not used to doing that, it's hard to get the answer. We have to be really patient with lear mm -hmm. that learning because it's, it's, it can be hard to hear it. And if you do it enough, you'll hear it. You will yeah. hear it. And then you'll know it from then on. <laughs> it never goes away. Well, it hides sometimes if we're in a place. Right. But <laughs> right. It's always a problem. <laughs> Okay, it looks like we're at another break. So you're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. We're Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? 
Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to MysticMargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Margaret, um, I was thinking about, you know, this, this idea of the ring of seeking, right? Being able to seek uh, a betterment or seek uh, endless potential, right? And I pulled a card and the, I pulled these before. This is, a, this is out of my sacred symbol uh, cards and it's called the grill. I'm going to hold it up for those of you that are, that are watching our show today. Um, but you can see the symbolism here, it's a circle. And the first thing that hit me about this circle, and it's so balanced, isn't it? And that's what hit me is that is the balance of this. And then around that inner circle are is the color green. And that made me think of the heart chakra. And all the the points that are pointing in to the very center, which is also a circle, makes me think of, of a still point, you know, and the importance of, of moving into our own still point to be able to clearly access the sensory information and the inner truth for ourselves. But I love the red and yellow that's also a part of this, um, this card because to me that represents a lot of energy, groundedness um, and, a, and a brilliance. And that takes us to really the, the city of this gene key, right? Which is fluorescence. Mm -hmm. and that's just having everything illuminated. Again, we're, we're tapping into those. We're, we're talking about the, that arc field that literally is the spiritual arc field literally are light lines. They're, it's a matrix of light mm -hmm. that uh, exists around us. Yeah. So, so in that, that, again reminds me of the experience of and, and watching people go through the experience of the of the vision quest because they they come into that you know they're they they go into this sort of deep struggling uh of with the dullness and with the you know like nothing is happening or you know or or I can't, I can't be with myself. You know, I can't, I can't sit still with myself and just be with myself. And, and then they, then they, uh, so at some point they, so they have to surrender to it. Uh, and usually, I mean, hopefully they do. <laughs> it doesn't always happen, I guess, but uh, and and when they do that, then they come into this magnetism and they start drawing to themselves, um, you know, animals or birds or, or um, you know, uh, something uh, floating by in the clouds or, or some message. And they start to to really, um, you know, draw to themselves what 
the information that's required and have that experience of the truth, right? And then, and then once that is complete and they come back and they share uh, their experience, you know, through the through the um, the rest of the ceremony, um, then you look at them, you can see, and you can see the light in them, and you can see it's uh, I I. I see it as like this, um, this wavy energy <laughs> that's in front of their face. And there it's like they have this sparkly um, bubble around them. Or uh, like you said, like uh, uh, ley lines or, or um, a net that has sparkly light. Yeah. 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 It's amazing how someone's whole body can change the face. Yeah. Everything about how they looked before that kind of experience versus after that kind of experience, it's amazing how the body can look so differently after. You can just see it immediately in the right. face, in the, in the expression, the in the skin, like just everything. Yeah. I, I know that it might, might have sounded like um, unreal what I was describing, but I, kn I knew that you wouldn't think so because it, it is. I mean, it's just so light and bright and beautiful. It is. It is. And, and, you know, and, and so that kind of takes us to this idea that because um, that's a great place to live right in that space where you're so connected and you have these synchronous things happening. And, you know, um, I mean, that's what we all strive for. That's the seeking. That's the holy grail. Right. And, and a grail, the grail is something that we we want. You know, and it can be hard to get, but we want, we're going to try for it. We're going to want, we're going to go after it. It's a quest, like you said. And, um, and sometimes if we achieve that and we achieve it really well, we can kind of move into that, um, a, a, an unrealistic, if you will, guru energy, right? That removes us from being human or, or, or sets us apart a little bit. And that's not what we're talking about here either right in the in the fluorescence it's really about about remaining grounded and connected to the earth in such a way that we realize our own humanity so that we can connect with other humanity right and and i'm glad that you brought that up the groundedness and the connectedness with the earth because you know that that's that's how we we get into that state of magnetism we are we are knowing and feeling our connectedness with the earth and we are resonating with the frequencies of everything on the earth and and when 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 we have been in that state for a little while then it, then it's not you know then then we move into that fluorescence or hopefully you know we get to experience that fluorescence at least for a little while and we recognize that it's there isn't us and and the outside world it, there isn't this individual we are uh we're one and we're connected to all that is and so that that yeah, I think in that state that that guru like idea doesn't even occur to you because there is no self there to <laughs> to have that experience. I don't know if that makes sense. Good, <laughs> it, it did. I love that. Yeah, and I love the just the word fluorescence because that it just again takes me back to the light bodies and how beautiful. Mm -hmm 
that those energy fields are um, when they're resonating the way they can resonate. Well, and, and it's fluorescence. It's also, it's flowering, right? It's blossoming. It's, it's the, um, the lotus, right? The many petaled lotus uh, opening and flowering and continuing to flower and flower and flower. <laughs> Just like summertime. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh, so it's perfect. It's perfect to, uh, to begin thinking now. Here we are today as the solstice, right? <laughs> and so, you know, we, we start to look at the rest of the year and where we light starts changing in our in our world and um it's a perfect time to really let our imagination go wild and consider um what is possible for us and and really tap into the rhythm of our own lives because you know it's not going to be too long now before the rhythm of summer will change into the rhythm of fall and then winter and it's a perfect time for contemplation and creating the, the, the new growth that'll come in spring. Well, and isn't it interesting that, you know, this, this is the gene key that, that is associated with the solstice every year. So anyone who has this gene key as their life's work was born somewhere within the week of the the solstice. And, and if we think about the solstice, right, that's, the, that's, uh, that's the day when in the Northern hemisphere, uh, the direct rays of the sun are hitting the, the farthest, the 23 degrees North um, latitude. And so, so they, the, we are receiving the direct rays of the sun um, more today than we will, or actually it started last night uh, 9 9:30 last night was the actual solstice and um, but but it's when we think about that the direct rays of the sun beating down onto us illuminates everything right that's why uh, like in the the native traditions the the noontime ceremonies are the most powerful at, you know, at noon, uh, if you're going to do ceremony, noontime is a powerful time because all of the shadows, all of the cracks, there's no shadow. All of the darkness is, is illuminated. And so from that point on, uh, you have that opportunity to be fully exposed and fully blossomed into the light. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I remember visiting uh, Newgrange in Ireland, and um, what a what an interesting structure that is. Where you know, just years and years and years ago, they created that out of stone. But they they left. There's a doorway and then a window above the doorway, and then on the solstice, the sun comes in to that window, that opening, and illuminates all of the chambers in that beautiful building that's settled in the earth there. Oh, it's amazing to, to see. So here we are talking about our auric fields and allowing the illumination to occur and, you know, being open to change and the rhythm of change so that we can 
you know, shift from dullness into this magnetism for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, so what then uh, is, you know, like what, what's after that? So magnetism and then into fluorescence and, and so what I just thought was that fluorescence reminds you that 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 stillness doesn't have to be dullness like you because it turns back into that stillness because everything is illuminated and then there is nothing except for all that is i'm i'm sorry i'm just i'm gonna out there right now i'm sorry because <laughs> there's one word that i heard in my mind as you were just saying that and that word was peace hmm Mm -hmm. I mean, that's to me, stillness, that finding that place that you were describing, um, that's, that's peace. Yeah. Yeah. And then you realize that uh, the sort of the repetitive nature of all that is right. Because I mean, we were talking about the, you know, when we talk about the solstice, well, it's the summer solstice in the northern hemisphere. It's the winter solstice in the southern hemisphere. And then, you know, and then it moves on. And then, you know, it cycles on. And and then next year at this time, we experience this again, right? And so we are, we are in this endless um, cycling of, the, the movements of the planets, even though it's new in each moment and it's a spiral instead of just a circle, uh, we are going to find ourselves at the summer solstice again. That's right. And again. <laughs> That's right. So it's fun to think about what new things until the next one, right? What new things are possible for ourselves. And I think that's where we go. You ask, well, where do we go from here? Well, I think when we find that still point, that peace with where we are, I think now our imagination, our imagination can really be free to consider what's next for us. As we, as we begin to move out of this still point, then, then what? Mm -hmm. And that, to me, that's just full of possibility. And I think this comfort is when we, and is when we're limiting our, our imagination and we can get stuck in the comfort and then just the sameness, the repetitiveness. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you just described too, is that, you know, when you said um, that's when the imagination can can begin to unfold and and that's that is the blossoming right when blossoming. when our when our imagination gets engaged again oh here we are at the still point but we're the still point is this uh field of infinite possibilities where do i go where do i From go here? Oh, it's exciting mm -hmm. isn't it it's an exciting energy when you can let it be <laughs> so so in in your uh in your life right now, how do you see that? Like what, what is happening for you right now that, that. Wow. Well, I, you know, I, I'm in a time of my life where, you know, the body starts to change a bit and the energy level changes a bit. You know, I'm looking at 
at moving at, at moving away from working so much into not working not as much. And, um, you know, there's sometimes physical things that can happen. And that's happening for me and my husband at the same time. Isn't that fun? And so, you know, I'm, I'm at a real still point of having to just be where we are, knowing that it won't last forever. And the mind can get really tricky about you wanting it to change like this. And, you know, there are limitations to that sometimes. And so it has a cycle of its own. And I'm, I'm really recognizing that knowing that, well, this is where we are right now. And um, so I'm, I'm feeling like, okay, so this is where we, we need to be for this year. And then come, I'm already feeling, well, next year, this will be taken care of. This will be taken care of. This is going to change. This is going to change. So my imagination starts really, it's really humming now into, okay, now what's possible? So I'm in a real transition and it's exciting. I'm starting to get excited about it. And then I'm pulled back to, well, this is where we are because <laughs> I like to move. I like to move forward, you know? <laughs> So sometimes it's challenging for me to allow um, that stillness to happen, right? That recognition that, you know, this is where we are. But I've learned, I've been through cycles like this so much in my life, you know, at 68 years old that, that I, I recognize that, you know, this is where I am and it will, it will change. And so I've learned patience. Yeah. So that, that's, oh, thank you for bringing that word in here, because isn't that the key to all of this, yeah. you know, that, that, and, and that's another, that's another way of looking at how we, how we move, how we can move out of dullness into this magnetism is, is through patience. It's like here we have been through cycles like this, even if we're, even if we're, you know, people who are much younger, uh, they've still seen some cycles, right? And, and, if, and they're learning how to develop that patience <laughs> through the dullness. Well, the and dullness. boy, the last year, they really have begun to learn <laughs> patience. <Yeah. laughs> we all, we've all had to tap into patience <laughs> the past year, haven't we? <laughs> we have. And, and so, but isn't that, if we look at it from that point of view, then all of the experiences from, you know, everyone's experiences of this past year uh, or more um, can be seen as this preparation to move into this blossoming that yes. can occur for, yeah. for all of us, really. That's right. And because of that, we can be grateful. We can be grateful that that this is what we've all lived through mm -hmm. because there's a lot of richness to what we've just experienced and learned from that experience. Mm -hmm. And 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 don't you think, I mean, at least for me, it's been just this kind of constant reminder of of um living life to its fullest right even you know even though like you said you know you're have you're needing to do the stillness you're needing to be in the place that you're in right now and and you're have patience with it because you know 
that this too shall pass and, and there'll be something new to look forward to. And you can be really present in that stillness and it, it doesn't have to turn into dullness. It can be, you know, I think that's that's maturity as well. I think that, that that's when that happens yeah. is that we, you know, we don't it, we don't see it as dullness. We see it as this opportunity to um, be still and present and receive the gifts of that. And that is the gift of death, too. The yeah. gift of death is to offer contrast. So there are plenty of people a lot younger than me that have experienced more traumatic deaths than I have. And, you know, one of the gifts of experiencing death is that, oh, yeah, wake up. Hello. You don't know. We don't. None of us know. And um, this is one shot at my life. <laughs> what am I going to do with it? Right. Yeah. So it wakes us up. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It makes us more alive. It makes us more alive and it makes us more appreciative of even the, the quietest moments. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know why, but well, I think because of the fluorescence, the idea of fluorescence, mm -hmm. there's, there's another, um, there's, there's another side to that. And that is the um, vibrancy of colors. When we are when we are really in that place of fluorescence, when we're really in that place of of blossoming and connectedness with the earth and and all that is, the colors of of nature and everything around us are so vibrant and and full. And so it's it's reminding me of the quietness uh, that we experienced for. Um, a period of time when the whole world stopped. Uh, it seemed like the whole world stopped oh, last yes. year and, and the air cleared and everything got so vibrant. That was like a hint yes. of fluorescence. That's what I think it was. <laughs> that, that was brilliant because it was beautiful. There were people that didn't really ever realized there were birds that were singing around them or, you know, they, a lot of people didn't realize that, you know, it was so quiet in that stillness that all of a sudden we're seeing, again, we're moving into the sensory system to see what's really possible and around us. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. <laughs> I did like that. Yeah. <laughs> Margaret, it's been great today. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a wonderful week and a beautiful solstice. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.